Welcome to the King's College London Chaplaincy Thought for the Week podcast. A two-minute reflection on life, the universe, and everything. To find out more about the chaplaincy at King's, visit our website www.kcl.ac.uk forward slash chaplaincy or find us on Facebook. A queue is not simply an orderly line of people awaiting their turn to proceed. Rather, it is an opportunity to experience anticipation and practice patience. Likewise, Advent is not simply the start of the rush towards Christmas Day. It is a season of expectation, preparation and reflection as we get ready to welcome and celebrate the birth of Jesus, the moment that the fully divine became fully human, the darkness being broken by light. It is a real challenge to focus our thoughts and actions at this time of the year. We are distracted by pretty lights and baubles, novelties and confectionery, going from one party to the next, catching up with friends and family, tying up loose ends, making preparations for the big day and shopping up a storm. Stop. Take a minute to set yourself free from this madness. If not for your sanity, then for your soul. One of my favourite things at this time of the year is the anticipation that I will hear the carol, O Holy Night, being belted out somewhere. This carol is very dear to me, not just because it sounds so good, the first line of the chorus then shivers up my spine every time, but because of its story. Originally composed as a poem in France in 1847 by a free-thinking wine merchant named Placide Capot, it reflected on what it might have been like to be a witness at Jesus' birth. The poem was then set to music by his friend Adolf Adam, a Jewish composer of popular music, and it was performed at the Christmas Eve Mass, becoming instantly popular and spreading across France. The story goes that the poet later denounced the church and became a socialist communist, and the clergy grew uncomfortable about this and the fact that the composer was a Jew, and so the Catholic hierarchy of France banned the carol from being sung during services, claiming that it was too secular. The people of France, however, continued to sing this carol in their homes and at social gatherings. It was an underground hit, a sort of religious Marseillaise. After a time, it found the ears of an American from Boston named John Sullivan Dwight, a Unitarian minister, America's first influential classical music critic, and, like Capot, an abolitionist fiercely opposed to slavery. Dwight translated the carol from French to English in the mid-1850s. The third verse supported Dwight's view of slavery in the southern states, and his version of the carol quickly found favour in America, especially in the North during the Civil War. Demands for abolition from the North were growing louder every day, as were threats of secession from the South. This carol had effectively become a powerful anti-slavery anthem, the perfect marriage between the good news of the gospel and the freedom that Jesus represents. The lyrics read, Truly he taught us to love one another. His law is love and his gospel is peace. Chains shall he break, for the slave is our brother, and in his name all oppression shall cease. Sweet hymns of joy and grateful chorus raise we, let all within us praise his holy name. Powerful words, indeed. Meanwhile, the song continued to be celebrated in France and other parts of Europe. It is said that during the Franco-Prussian War in 1871, at the height of battle, a French soldier began to sing the carol, which was replied to by a German soldier speaking words lifted from an old hymn penned by Martin Luther, and the story goes that for the next 24 hours in honour of Christmas Day, both sides ceased fighting. From then on, the carol would become one of the most cherished Christmas hymns around the world. And that's not all. 
On Christmas Eve 1906, a 33-year-old university professor named Reginald Fessenden broadcast for the first time ever a human voice across the airwaves. Fessenden opened the broadcast by reading Luke chapter 2 from his Bible. Radio operators on ships and over wireless code transmitters were surprised and amazed to hear the gospel being read through their speakers. It is said that those who heard those first words over the radio recall that they thought they were experiencing a miracle. Fessenden had no idea who, if anyone, was hearing his broadcast. After completing his reading from the Gospel of Luke, he picked up his violin and played the music to O Holy Night, making it the first piece of music ever to be played over the airwaves. This is a carol of awe and hope, humility and reverence, which has united common people, championed the abolition of slavery, brokered peace between soldiers on the battlefield, and which broke ground as the first piece of music ever to be broadcast through a medium that would eventually spread the gospel all over the world. What a story. And that's what Christmas is to me. A great story, if not the greatest story. Well, the beginning of the greatest story. A story of awe, hope, humility and reverence. Advent is the prologue, if you like, setting the scene for the start of a story that begins in Bethlehem with joy and hope at the birth of a baby and ends at Easter in Jerusalem with Jesus' death and subsequent resurrection. This baby, so the story goes, was sent by God to live among the common people, tell of his love and his kingdom, and to set them free. Free to love God, be loved by God, just as they are where they are, and to extend that love in practice and in spirit to those around them, especially those that they find hard to love, or do not think are worth loving, or that it would be somehow wrong to love. He came to experience what it is to live in skin, to encounter one to another. He met and blessed them, warts and all. No one was off limits. Jesus, the epitome of humanity, showed them how to be fully human, or rather, human beings fully alive. It is a rich, upside-down, uplifting, challenging and unique story. It's a story that captured hearts and minds 2,000 years ago and is waiting to capture yours now. A story that has stood the test of time. A story that offers a personal invitation to all who hear or read it. Start your journey afresh this Advent and walk with Jesus from his birth to his death and beyond. Now, a footnote if you'll permit it. This Advent, this Christmas, exercise humanity. Know that there are others near to and far from you who are suffering. People who are ill, in need, in pain. People who are all alone in this world desperate and driven to despair for many, many reasons. It is right to praise and thank God for his blessings at this time of the year and always. But please, please, do as Jesus did and be a blessing to others in any way that you can, big or small. For there, but for the grace of God, go we. On behalf of the Dean's Office and Chaplaincy, I wish you and yours a very blessed Christmas and a happy and healthy New Year. That was Thought for the Week, brought to you by the King's College London Chaplaincy Team. To contact the chaplaincy, email chaplaincy at kcl.ac.uk or to contact a chaplain on your campus, please see our website, King's College London Chaplaincy, working with God to serve the whole college community.